Good morning. How are you today? And we will go to Psalm chapter 104. And this is a long chapter, verses 1 to 35. I will read verse 24 to 35 initially, but we'll be treating the whole chapter for today's devotional. So Psalm 104, verses 24 to 35. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom have you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea, great and wide, which teems with creatures innumerable, living things both small and great. They are good as ships, and Leviathan which you form to play in it. This all look to you, to give them their food in due season. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of, glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works, who looks on the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and the smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have been. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed from the earth, and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. This psalm of praise is about the wisdom and the power of God in creation. That's why the first verse, he said, Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. He talks about the splendor of the heavens, the light of the sun, the expanse of the sky reaching down to meet the earth, on the horizon, the movement of clouds blown by the wind, the flashes of lightning, all these things speak of the magnificence of God who dwells in and rolls over the universe. That's what we can read in verses 1 to 4. The expanse of the land and sea also displays the greatness of God. He determined where they should, be, they should end and how far they should extend. Look at verse 5 to 7. He set the earth on its foundations so that it should never be moved. You covered it with a deep as with a garment, and water stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, they fled. At the sound of your thunder, they took to flight. Also, the writer mentioned about the mountains and the rivers, that they are showcases of God's complete control over the powers of nature, so that the land is well watered and the land is able to support life. Look at verse 8 to 13. Let me read. The mountains rose, the valley sank down to the place that you appointed for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass so that they might not again cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. Beside them, the birds of the heavens dwell. They sing among the branches. From your lofty abode, you water the mountains. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. And these descriptions are descriptions of how God controls the movement of nature, the springs, the rivers, the mountains. And because of God's control, the earth supplies 
the people and animals with food so that these living animals will live with all the other materials necessary for them to live for safety and security. Verse 14 to 18, you cause the grass to grow for the livestock and plants to man, for men to cultivate. The team we bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the heart of men, oil to make his face shine, and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord are watered abundantly, the cedars of Lebanon that he planted, in them the birds build their nests. The stork has her home in the fear trees. The high mountains are for the wild goats. The rocks are a refuge for the rock badgers. So this imagery of a great scenery of a landscape where there's a mountain, trees, rocks, with, filled with wild animals. These are not just but random things. These are just but showcase or showcases or demonstrations of God's greatness. I hope that you will bother yourself or you will take time yourself to just walk around on the countryside uh, here in Singapore. We don't have much places to go, but we have good places to visit, like parks. You go hiking to the jungles and appreciate the creation of the Lord, that there is a designer, that this designer is not just ordinary, but a supernatural great God. God also arranges the seasons and the weather, night and day, so that the natural world can meet the needs of the various forms of life. In verses 19 to 23, He made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows it's time for setting. You make darkness and it is night, when all the beasts of the forest creep about. The young lions roll for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they steal away and lie down in their dens. Man goes out to his work and to his labor until the evening. So this cycle of day and night, working and sleeping, these are the signs by God for us to really see and enjoy the, the creation. He provides all this in order for us to exist and to live. Before moving on, the psalmist poses to praise God for the vastness of his creation and for the wisdom that designed and he maintains it. In verse 24, O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom have you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. If we go back to the book of Genesis, when the Lord created from day one to day six, even to day seven, when he rested, he looked back and said, everything is good. His creation is good. He then returns to his consideration of the natural world by showing how the immeasurable sea speaks further of God's greatness. So the writer now focuses on the sea and the creatures of the sea. It is full of the most wonderful creatures. And even he mentioned about ships sailing on it for distances further than the eye can see or the mind can imagine. Verse 25 and 26. Here is the sea, great and wide, which teems with creatures, innumerable, living things, both small and great. There go the ships and Libyathan, which you form to play in it. The greatest animals in this world are not in the land, but in the sea. The whales and all those big creatures of the sea. 
God is the one who provides all creatures with life and food. And he is the one who determines how long each should live. He also controls the earthquake and the volcano. Listen to verse 27 to 32. This all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works, who looks on the earth and he trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. So what does this mean to you and to me today? For the psalmist, in the light of the immense power that God has under his control, he extols God. He glorifies God. He wishes and pleads before God that God will cleanse the earth of wickedness. Then he will have complete pleasure in his creation and in the worship that his creatures offer him as he closes this psalm. That's why he said, I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have been. Are we not motivated to pray and to have this commitment, just like this writer? Verse 24, may my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. May we be able to rejoice the Lord in the Lord and bless him in all our souls, that we will always praise and extol his name. Because he's great. May God forgive us that many times we are overwhelmed by the thought that we have many problems and challenges of life in our work, in our families, in our relationships. And we, will, we forget to see around. Look up and see around. Look up to the sky, the horizon, the mountains, the fields, the trees, the rocks, the creation. See the fingers of God. See the hand of God. So that we'll be able to recognize and be reminded of how great is our God. So that we could, we could you see, um, we, we would be reminded of how great is our God. So that we will not be overwhelmed with the thought that we, we have problems that, that engulf us. To, to, to challenge us and to sometimes make us our, our days gloomy. But the reality is that if we look to the sky, we look to the world around us. There is a grand, great God, great designer. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the water that is flowing from the rivers to the creeks towards the sea. He knows everything and he's the one controlling everything and if he's able to control all this is he not able to control our lives let us pray father thank you that we can just glorify you and express your greatness extol and glorify you in our hearts for you are indeed a great god you made the heavens and earth thank you lord for this truth today blesses our heart continue to make or use these verses or this chapter today to encourage us lord not to succumb to discouragements and worry 
or whatever, but help us to glorify you and exalt you wherever we are right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.